0: Hey, it's Bubba. Don't forget it's holiday season, and if you don't know what to get uh, for a gift or a stocking stuffer, well, today's sponsor, Manscaped, has all the tools to guarantee you that you win this year's stocking stuffer and or white elephant competition. Manscaped is the leader in men's below-the-waist grooming, and they've served over 4 million men worldwide. That's like 8 million balls, if my math is correct. Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the promo code Bubba. You know, Manscaped's best-selling product should be at the top of every man's wish list for this Christmas, and that's the Performance Package 4.0. Inside of that bad boy performance package, you're going to get the lawnmower body trimmer. As a matter of fact, I shaved my chest and arms and my pubes today with it. It's the best trimmer on the market for your balls, your butt, your body, and the weed whacker for your ears and your nose. You got to keep up on that or you're going to look old, buddy. And let's not forget their famous liquid formulations. The Crop Preserver, ball deodorant, and Crop Reviver, ball toner, to maximize your ball hygiene routine. Keeping your balls fresh, fellas, is important. You never know when you're going to get some, I don't know, spur-of-the-moment action on those bad boys. Whether this is for your partner, your dad, your brother, your friend, get them something that they're actually going to use and might get a laugh or two out of it as well. Get 20% off and free shipping at Manscaped.com with promo code Bubba. Be the ballsiest gift giver this year with Manscaped.
1: All right, I'm locked in. Let's get this party started. Tara Clem. What's up? Act for more Christmas edition, holiday edition, winter solstice, whatever you celebrate. I don't give a fuck. I like Christmas. I've accepted Christmas as my own now. Really? I grew Since I Hanukkah, and Hanukkah's stupid, so no wonder why I hated the holidays. Yeah,
2: really? I see, my- I don't get, I mean, I understand it's like, what, the celebration of lights? I don't fucking know. Is that know. what it means, and how many <laughs> days
1: is it? Somebody ate, someone was asking me, they're like, you probably know this because you're Jewish. I'm like, I bet you I don't. I bet you I don't. Were you guys like hardcore um, Hanukkah? Did your dad wear like a yarmulke? No, no, no. We went to synagogue, but it was more for like a sense of community. It was more for the cultural. How often did um, you go? Every Sunday, pretty much growing up. And then when I was preparing for my bot mitzvah, that was pretty intense. I was going maybe two, three times a week. But that wasn't to pray. Yeah, that wasn't to pray. That was to prep. Like oh, I wow. had to learn the prayers because I was essentially leading a service as a thirteen-year-old kid. Really? Yeah, and so I had to know all the prayers and do the Torah. It's just—it's like bunch a big bullshit. deal, right? Huge deal, huge deal. So, like you know, the Mex—not Mex—I don't know if it's Hispanic people, the, Quince- the Quince- quinceanera. Yeah. I don't know if it's just Mexico or if it's a right. I'm not it's sure more of a like a Latin thing, but. Yeah, so they have the quinceañera, and then regular white people have the sweet 16, and the Jews have bar and bat mitzvahs. So
2: with the bar and bat mitzvah, is it true that sometimes for the girls, the family spends more on that event than they would a wedding? Or is it—I've heard it's kind of like a wedding uh,
1: reception. It is. Um, To be honest with you, when I was a kid, when I had my bat mitzvah, oh, Christ— Twenty-one years ago, it was much more simple. Like it was like a big party. But I worked at a. Are you okay? Don't die on me. She's choking choking. on water. Um, (laughs) poor thing. Sorry. No, you're good. When I was working in Michigan, I was working at a uh, a country club, and it oddly enough, Detroit has a lot of old money, and a lot of those people who have the money are Jews. Yeah, right. right, Exactly. A lot of the big businessmen and stuff like that. So I I saw what having a bar and bat mitzvah is like now, or at least for like wealthy people. And he, oh, holy shit! I mean, sometimes I've, they hire like Jay Z. And... There were no themed bar and bat mitzvahs. Now there's like Vegas themed. Like I saw like a 13 year old who probably doesn't have pubes yet getting brought out in front of Bubby and Zadie with like uh the Vegas showgirls oh tits God. out. I'm like, what the? F-? I'm like, what like the that- fuck is going? on? He's 13. That's awful. And there's that like casino stuff. Yeah. And then the girls do all so the, it's it it, crazy. And again, I apologize yeah. for my ignorance because
2: I really do not know a lot about the Jewish um, Neither religion, do I. but is there a specific date? Like is, is it exactly on your 13th birthday? Like is, you know,
1: what's the formula for when it is? within a month of your birthday. Okay. I, I think it's not because it has to, here's the thing. It has to be on a weekend. Otherwise nobody can go. So if your birthday falls on a Monday, no one can go to a bar mitzvah on a Monday night. The following or the previous. It it would probably be after you turn 13. So like, for example, my birthday is May 8th and I had my bat mitzvah on May 27th. So it was like within a month, you know, within a few weeks. Um, But yeah, it's a massive party and it's a lot of fun. And usually it's the welcoming that person into the adult Jewish community. For me, it was my farewell party. Oh, I didn't okay. know it at the time, but that was like, all right, thanks for the money. It's been fun. I went to, it, here's the thing. When I was going to synagogue, it was like a huge compound, And so every time I was at synagogue, I wasn't there necessarily to pray. A lot of times you would have like classes where like after I had my bat mitzvah, I had to have like Holocaust classes, like where you have to learn the history of the Jewish people and what happened or like Israeli dance classes or Israeli history classes. Like they, what they're trying to do, not culturally indoctrinate you, but educate you on like where you came from, what your people went through, the struggles and why it's important to keep the tradition alive. So gotcha. most of the time I was at synagogue, I wasn't sitting and praying. Like it was l- more learning, which is Dude, better. It's like a job. It sounds yeah. like it's a job, which was actually better than sitting in a in a synagogue. And like nah, 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 yeah, and just at speaking. least you understood, right? I mean,
2: or we're trying to get educated on, yeah. why you were there so, or the whole purpose of your religion, right? I which don't is know, kinda I'm just kind cool. of not. I don't. Yeah, I do. I I think it's cool. I respect it versus just blind faith. Okay, you're going to be you're going to go to church and not understand why or. The purpose yeah. of that whatever mm-hmm. sector, but I just um organized religion really makes my skin crawl. Oh, me too. That's I why I, feel I don't like do it's it anymore. Just, um I feel like it's such a contradiction because if, you know, our maker or creator, wouldn't he want us all to accept love and get along unconditionally eh, without saying wrong. I mean humans screwed up, right? <laughs> screwed it up. They came yeah. in and said, Oh no, wait, we're right, we're right. Like there wouldn't be any, this is how it is, or you're right. And I'm wrong religion, which is what religion is. If you're not this, then a lot of times you're wrong. But wouldn't our creator want us all to like, wouldn't we all be equal? I don't get that. So anyway, to my point, Mm -hmm. I don't want to get into religion Mm because I will break out in hives. (laughs) Yeah. But I just feel like, I don't know, love and unconditional love should be religion. Common decency,
1: right? Yeah, Yeah. That's more my thing now, certainly.
2: But back to the original thought of why we went down this wormhole worm wormhole not whore. Whore, or or maybe in <laughs> our case wormhole um you got so clearly you didn't Ever celebrate Christmas? You didn't have a tree. No,
1: I and asked my dad if I could have a Hanukkah bush because I knew some. Uh, some of Some is the it really called a Hanukkah bush? Yeah, like I, I say, mixed mm. kids, but like the kids who had one parent that was Jewish, another one was Christian. Sure. It seemed like the compromise was a Hanukkah bush. So I thought I would like run that by my dad, and my dad was like, "Are you fucking out of your mind? No, why do they what? have to say no bush? Why couldn't it, it be Hanukkah terrible. tree? Right? I was just, I was just Hanukkah thinking shrub. anything. I just thought it would. If maybe if there was a bush, I might find a present next to the bush so you never did like any present it wasn't like there was
2: a gathering where the presents go like a tree and nope you guys would all gather around and nope. watch each
1: other okay. and guess what i turned out fine kind of you know what i mean well, so that's people... up for debate but i'm <laughs> so joking like, and i i went up anyway. i went off on this tangent on on friday show about like toys for tots and like okay i get it but like not everybody celebrates Christmas, and like Jews are by and large fine. Like, they're not damaged because they didn't have toys for Christmas growing up. So I feel like, why don't we give that money to like having a meal on Christmas or, yeah, you know, it. taking care of s- someone's medical bill or something? But this whole like toys for tots thing, like, have you seen a kid with a toy? They play with it for two seconds and they throw it out. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, that's just if I were to donate to a charity, it just wouldn't be that one, gotcha. which is the most popular one of the season, is it? Yes, I mean there's I food drives, a, which I like. We did more. something for
2: children's home. It's that's where it's more displaced, better. you know, children that are either you know seeking adoption or need to be fostered, there you or go. a lot of times children that were sex trafficked, little kids. I mean, it's really sad. <laughs> that is a so, worthy
1: cause. I yeah, can get so behind.
2: So I always give, you know. A lot of money to that charity mm-hmm. as as I think everyone should, because these kids, you know, don't have their parents sold
1: them for drugs. Yeah, I know, you you know you've, you've just, told me some. It breaks my heart. Wh- it's so one I of the most that. horrific stories ever yeah. I, you told me about. And that was just uh, jarring because I think I've heard everything and I have. And it. we try to talk and I try to get involved um, since we don't
2: have children just mm-hmm. in, you know, a cause to help children.
1: And that's fantastic. I thought
2: about doing like big brothers, big sisters, but I don't have the time.
1: No, you don't. But I would love you to work like sponsor. 18 hours a week and you're dealing with a really I shitty know, situation. Great kind of segue. Right, a great segue. Um tell the people literally. what you're dealing with because it is uh it's bananas. It's, it's a lot of chaos going
2: disgusting. on. It's so, disgusting. You can't
1: get a break. It's literally like the perfect
2: shit storm pun intended. So yeah. um let me Give you a little bit of backstory. Last Thursday, we had our holiday Christmas party. It's like 120. I mean, we had a lot of people. It was at your office? No. But we had people flying in doctors, we had consultants, we had our internal staff who live, you know, a lot of our folks are remote and they live, you know, in Chicago or whatever. So we had everyone flying in and we were going to have a couple days in the office where everyone was going to be in. You know, the remote people were going to get to meet, you know, people they hadn't met. It was going to be great. So that Tuesday, so last Tuesday, people are are starting to fly in for Thursday's party. And I leave the office and I get a call at like 630 from some of the employees who are still there. And they said, um, our toilet is overflowing. And we contacted the maintenance guy and he seems really annoyed. And I'm like, what do you mean? How did it overflow? So they put me on FaceTime and it was like Noah's Ark. It was going into the conference room through because the room right next to the bathroom is the conference room. So long story short, we had a sewage flood. And so we're freaking out. I'm telling everyone to leave, get a hold of the building. They work on it all night. Evidently, there's some clog with our entire. We have like a huge office complex, Right. right? Our entire office complex, the main plumbing line that goes into the city is clogged. So it's ba- uh, literally backing up in our office. We literally have like Noah's shit arc. I mean, it was, it was disgusting. So told it's going to be, it's being fixed. They're going to steam clean the carpet. So I have to have everyone work from home Wednesday. Right? It's like I have not people, safe. and It's not Get safe. safe. I have people flying in from out of town trying to come to the office. And there's, you know, the whole building is like just shut down. Up. Yeah. So everyone's, you know, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward where, oh, come on in on Thursday, and you know, it's all fixed. So we all get in there, you know, again, with doctors, all these people, all these visitors. We walk in, and it smells like a sewage plant. It's not fixed. (sighs) So, fast forward, I've been doing this, like, for the last week. I know. So, we were told Friday over the weekend, it was fixed, and they were steam cleaning everything. Like, great. We go into the office yesterday, and everything smells like you could tell that they literally sanitized everything. So, you know, we're all in our Monday morning meeting. Tons of people. As soon as somebody used the ba- Again, only number ones. We only allow number ones mm-hmm. in our office because we have a um, a lobby bathroom. So the guys need to go do their bit, you know. Right. Because girls don't shit. Right. So. Never. Yeah. And so some guy comes out. He pees. He's like, man, I feel like the toilet's acting up again. I'm like thinking he's joking. Yeah. F- within 15 Minutes. It smelled like a sewage plant. It flooded again yesterday. So the guy who, who one of the plumber guys who's coming to check it out and I'm sending everybody home. I'm like, guys, I saw you right after that uh-huh. guys, everyone needs to leave. So some third party dude uh, comes to start, you know, vacuuming the water. And he's like, you guys need to get out. This is really dangerous. This water, like the, the vapors, You guys need to leave now. There's sewer gas. And he's got like this hazmat Walter White. Looks like he's cooking meth out like a Martian. And we're all just standing there like in our fucking business attire. Right. I'm like, what? He said, I'm sorry, man. You got. I don't know what's going on. I'm just called, you know, they just called me literally the shit sucker. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, that's what I'm dealing with.
1: So we shut the office down. And how many people do you have at your office in um, your company that actually come into work every day? Probably close to 20 that okay. come in, but we have a lot more that
2: work, you know, throughout the country. Sure, remote, sure, sure. Like 180. But total, th- you but have about 20 that are affected by the yes, shitstorm. storm. Yes. And, you know, technically we can work remote. We don't prefer to because there's we're so busy right now. That interaction and synergy between the AMs, right. the account managers and the recruiters, like, you know. It this is live time, you know. Hospitals are constantly evolving. Yeah. So although we can work remote effectively and a lot of people do, a lot of people that have kids don't have a home office. And they're
1: like, We can't work remote. We've got screaming kids. We come to the office to yeah. get a break. Absolutely. And I just think even in, in general, even if everybody could work remotely from home, I think it just it's it's better for team building camaraderie even it's a hybrid community. like yeah. where maybe you
2: work on site three two days, days yeah yep. so a lot
1: of people do that you know probably
2: 25 mm-hmm. total with that but yeah it's put a lot of people out so here it is you know tuesday i had to send everybody home yesterday i'm gonna head over there as soon as we're done that's why I look like, you know, a cleaning lady right now. Because Your quads are
1: kicking. I don't dude. know. I'm trying, girl. I'm trying. I know you've been training hard and I can tell. Thank you. How is that going, by the way? It's going great. My yeah. trainer is amazing. Do you like love her and yes, hate become, her?
2: No, you know, I you don't. you see her and you're like, God And this. she'll laugh. I'll be like, man, like she just makes me do the most intense like squat and all, you know, shit I've never heard of. And uh-huh. I thought it. And, you know, really creative, really difficult, um, exercises, but I like that. And you're in your garage. Are you outside or? In my garage. Okay. Fully. Like we have a squat rack. We have everything. Okay. Elliptical machine. We have bench. I mean, we have
1: everything. uh, Dumbbells and everything. Everything.
2: Okay. I'm coming over and doing a workout. Seriously. It's, it's awesome. Is it still a hot box? Um, oh no, it's cool. Okay. And plus, even when it's hot, we, so we got these really high powered, like industrial fans. Nice. That are a that's badass. And so I eliminated every excuse in order to not go because it was always like, oh, the I traffic's bad. Yeah. I can't go to the gym. You know, I'd have to leave here at 430 in the morning in order to be at work at eight. And, you know, I don't leave work till seven or eight at night. So mm-hmm. if I eliminated every excuse and, and for me, it's self-care, it's just taking time out for myself. Yeah. And, and, absolutely, you know, being the best that I can be. You so know? you start at 5 a.m.? 5.30 or 6. Okay. And different days, like on days I work from home, she might come at 6.30. Okay. You know, so we, we switch it up, but we've become really, really close friends. She's, I think, a year younger than you. Okay. You would love her. You guys remind me a lot. She's very cynical. Okay. Very funny. Yeah. Very intelligent. She oh. has like her master's in fitness and nutrition. Okay. And, but she's just cool. And she's pregnant. She's been. She and her husband have been together. I don't know for like four or five years. They've been married for over a year, and she uh just—they've been trying. Okay. So she just found out. So I see her in the morning, and she's having horrible morning sickness. Okay, so she's not showing yet. Just well, she thinks she is, but she's not really. Her body's sick. Okay, but not overdone. Okay, I got you. And I like her because she's. When I first met her, she's like, "Do you have a scale?" I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. You know, this bitch is going to get out the calipers yep. and start in on me. And I go, yeah, she goes, throw it away. And I look at her and I'm like, you had me at hello. <laughs> I mean, she said, it's not about that. Like, you've got to get that out of your head. Yep. You know, you, you, you've this, this and this. These are your goals, you know get all of that out of your head. I don't even, I'm not even going to measure you. Mm-hmm. Like you can do all of that if you want. Right. I want to go by your clothes and by your performance, your and just flexibility how you and how you feel. So knowing that that was kind of her
1: whole perspective. Yeah. More of a holistic just, approach yeah, than like, tone. I have
2: to be a size X
1: by whatever. Yeah. She whatever. Hates that
2: shit. And I love her for that. Mm-hmm. So we get along really well. We've become really close. Our Husbands are friends, which is nice. Okay. And um, yeah, I really enjoy it. I try to do three days a week, um, usually hit three. I'm going to try to incorporate like a stretch day where she comes and professionally stretches me. Oh, like rolls you out and yes, stuff? That yes, is painful shit. It is, and I need it, because yeah. i have a lot of scar tissue.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's going really well. Yeah, good. I know I, I've been posting this everywhere on social media, which is really not my... I, I realize I am, I've am. really taken a backseat to social media. I used to be m- not more of a content creator, because that sounds lame as fuck, but I used to be providing more content, at least on my own uh, accounts. You know, Obviously, I, I, do, I run the Bubba Army um, Instagram account, but I I don't like posting and being like me 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 right. me. I know that's my biggest hang-up with it. But
2: I think yours annoying. is
1: more purpose. Like
2: yeah. know, yours is purpose driven because you're t- associated with the show. Right, and content is king, and people want to bat. You, you know, want to be wanna in the media, in. yeah, right. You want uh, people tuning into your right. sh- stuff. So and, I think you though it's different than like if I would like post, you know.
1: A picture of my meal, and every time right, it's 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 Tarek and I at public. It's so fucking annoying. It's really fucking annoying, and I realize how annoying it is. But I mean, I do kind of have an arrangement with the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu gym that I belong to. That you know, like I want to promote them, so I had to promote myself in order to promote them, and I felt like I was. I kind of went dark on social media for a while. I'll post stuff like on a story, but I'm not like, oh, look at my ass, look at my food, look at my this, look at my cat. Like you should be, but. just I'm i did, i find it yeah i know I, I find it nauseating i find it like i'm something's wrong with me like do i not cuz i see people do stuff on social media and i'm like how are you how do you not have shame right like or how, embarrassment how, Right, I'll see that like a girl who's, for example, like there's this girl that I you know do the Brazilian jiu-jitsu with, and and yesterday she posted a, a very scantily clad picture of herself in like a, a bikini with you know just like a thong bikini and stuff, and it's like always a title, something stupid like oh just looking at the sunset, or it's like no shut, just be like oh look my at God. my I, I look at my ass. I would have I, way more respect than so, someone that's just like look at my hot ass. That's you know, it. for and, me. Call yourself out. Say right. listen,
2: I know this is cheesy, but Check but out my Christmas socks. Like, look at yeah, exactly.
1: And you're trying to, I hate get the that. get the fuck out or it's I Christmas time it. and you're just like naked by a tree. I'm like, shut the fuck up. So, um, I'm like, that is so cringy. And people that we like uh, go to class with are liking it. And it's just, a, it's not a, like a sexual vibe in class, you know? So it, to me, I would be very embarrassed. But I did get my first stripe yesterday, which is like.
2: Congratulations. Yeah, I saw that video. I am, I was so I'm proud. a bad bitch.
1: You could call me, uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> know. Like you can call on, me man. Hoist Hummel, okay? okay? That's that's my new name. Well, that's even better. But, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I, I was a little bit apprehensive to test because I didn't think I knew anything. And it's one of those things where, and I was having a, a discussion with one of the guys that, uh, that goes to the gym about this. It, it, It's, I think I'm a pretty smart and coordinated person. Like, obviously I can remember facts and I've also, I did dance growing right. up. I'm a pretty athletic person, but when you're doing something new, there's like this lapse of like mind to muscle, Connection where I can see something. I see you doing a move, and I in my head I'm like, "Got it, fucking got it." And I'll like get in the starting position, and I just blank. Like I just I'm like, "Wait, where? How did he get the? I know it's something. It's the weirdest thing." Because here's why.
2: I mean, there's a million reasons why, but think about that's not a natural position that you would get into. So it'd be easier for you to look at a yoga move that's a little more natural or, you know, okay, I'm going to stretch your quads or right. whatever the move is that, you know, is more in line with, you know, normal body movement. Right. That is not anything, no. you know, that would be, you, you have muscle memory, but that would be, that's a whole new, um, movement that isn't standard and anything you would do. So of course it makes sense when you're viewing it, but doing it, I mean, that has to be so incredibly
1: awkward. It, uh, that is the best word to describe it is really awkward. It feels awkward. Obviously, it, it's awkward when you're trying to learn and you're like, you know, nuts to butts with some person. I that's, mean, you know, whatever, yeah, that's the is weird awkward. Podcast. And it's so funny because I was thinking about that. I went to so I had the test in the morning and I was actually pretty fortunate. I thought I fucked up at first where I, I signed up a little bit later on the list. So I was like, each test is gonna take a half an hour. So I was there for almost uh three hours total. But I was my partner was the best and we just drilled and drilled and drilled nonstop for two hours. Wow, that's a hell of a So workout. by the time that the, the test came, we were probably done within fifteen minutes and most people were taking thirty to forty minutes. That's
0: See Mint Mobile for details.
1: Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door treatment costs thousands less than braces plus they offer financing options accept eligible insurance and you can pay with your hsa fsa get 80 percent off your impression kit when you use code wondery at Byte.com. that's b-y-t-e.com start your confidence journey today with bite man that sunset
0: is gorgeous
1: grill patio
2: sunset hard to get better than that unless you're browsing carvana's inventory while you soak it all in
1: But that's just because we had so much time to practice. And it was so funny because I was so dialed in. I would s- suddenly like stop and look around and everybody else was just kind of sitting and talking. And me and my partner were like, again, again,
2: again. But and no one was really yeah, even paying attention. Yeah, not really. but that was normal, right?
1: Right, right. But And it was funny because like the test was happening and people were watching people test. But we were just focused on us and making sure that we were ready to test. So it was really freaking that's awesome. That's the way it's supposed to be. I mean, it's like total yeah. minded. Discipline, and so. he's a little bit older, too. Like, he's my age. A lot of the people there are, like, in, you know, 20s Did you just and stuff. say a little bit older? What? Well, I mean, like, it, the, the average okay, age. Okay, come on. Like, the average me? age in the class is probably 25, 26. Oh, I was So, never... <laughs> compared to everybody else, like, we were older, you know. So, he's a little bit, like, trying to um, catch up for lost time, if you will. You know what I mean? Sort of a thing. Oh, my so God. So, that was really awesome. Uh, I'm congratulations, really glad. Yeah. And I, have to, I have to tell you,
2: like just your body, since you've started, you've always been in great shape. That's your baseline. Mm-hmm. You're very athletic. So you've always like had a very, you know, fitness oriented body. But since you've been doing it, the definition it's popped is sick. Like it's a huge transformation. Oh, I haven't you. seen you. I mean, look at the striations I in mean, your arm. I mean, and granted, your, I your usually vast... don't
1: wear uh, tank tops, but yeah, thank but I you. Have not,
2: I've, I mean, I've seen you what was it like a month or so ago when Janie cakes, when we did that? Yes. Okay. And I think you had short sleeves on and I'm blown away
1: at like, yeah, since you started. Right. And it's crazy either. Thank you. uh, I appreciate it. You look
2: very lean too. Like, your clavicle like
1: your, your yeah my, jaws, my upper body your... like leans out really yes. easily I, I still have a as Dan would call it a, a, a fat juicy ass or whatever he said it, that was so cringeworthy but hilarious a big fat dumper some people call it Oh, that's nice. what I would have you but it's I'm telling you holy balls I mean I've done everything from track and soccer dance to yoga to Muay Thai to all these different things nothing gases me like grappling with someone um, for five Five minutes and you are a hundred percent gassed because you're using even imagine. you're trying to like rip hands and everything the thing that i love about this is much like you said how it being unnatural you would have never thought like that you can use the head right as a wedge to get a foot in and to do this yeah. and then get an arm bar sure. like it's so fucking creative so when i think about like I think it was Helio or Helium whatever his name Gracie the original Gracie who started the the uh martial art taken obviously from Japanese jiu-jitsu and then he kind of made it his own, but like how creative that is to be like if you're in this sort of situation obviously it was originally used martial arts, you know, in the event that you get attacked. Obviously now it's more so for sport, but you can still use it if you're in a situation where, you know, someone comes behind you and chokes you, like there's a way for you to get out of it. Like there's an an answer to every question in jiu-jitsu. If this then this is the defense. they, They can
2: overcome every objection as we say in like right. There's a way out. Anyway. Exactly. Which is situation so cool. that is. Because I'll see and something. That's like a true art form. It
1: really is. Because he'll he'll show us like a starting position, and I'm like, how you can't defend against that. And he goes, actually, if you put your your heel to your butt, you can bridge them over, and you're like, I wouldn't have never fucking so thought of cool. that. Are that's you so smart? How, how often do you go? Well, twice a week, but last week, because I was so, it was so crazy. I really felt like I was back in college, like finals week. Mm. I'm like, I got to go to this class and the the review session and tutoring. So I did the, I take class Monday, Wednesday evenings. And then Thursday I decided to do a private lesson with another girl because I wanted to just go through everything. So we did that, which was great. And then Saturday was the test, but we drilled for two hours before that. So I feel like I've been taking like, I took five classes last week. That's insane. But what's so good is like a lot of it stuck. And yesterday when we were learning new stuff, I was, and we at the, we had a roll at the natural. end, it's, it, I don't even want to say natural, but the dots are starting to connect. Like I'll see an arm I'm like, "Oh, I can do this now." Now, I I get the mechanics of it. I'm not executing well, but you, I'm like doing the Oh, oh I'm right. going to do an arm on b- fail. Like you're like, "Oh, well that didn't work That's out, great. but it's That's so so great. It's seriously so fun. It's so freaking fun. So I'm, I'm really 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 glad Any, I started. I'm very glad
2: too. One, you're a badass and you can it's great for self-defense, but I think it's really great for your obviously physical. But the mental aspect, I think just, yeah, yeah.
1: that what it brings to kind of the inner peace and it's both like mentally it builds confidence Mm -hmm. and also tears it down at the same time. It's extremely humbling, but then, like, when you do accomplish something, you're like, that's freaking awesome. That's progress. But it boo. is really... That's called progress, yeah. not perfection. Yeah. And you, I mean, you really have to go in with, like, a... Not an ego. Check your ego drip. at the door. Oh my god! Because and here's the funny. thing: everybody there, everybody in the class. There's no like fat asses. There's nobody that's like out of shape. Everybody's so an it looks athlete. Like I can't go. <laughs> Shut up. So everybody's like an athlete in their own like whatever discipline. Or they played volleyball, or they're a wrestler, or they play basketball, or whatever. soccer, or soccer whatever. track, whatever. So everybody is coming from different disciplines, and you know we're all you know white belts learning something new. So, you know, me going in, I'm definitely the most athletic of all of my friends. So I'm like, not like I got this, but I'm going to learn this quickly. Like that was like my mindset going in. And then I go, oh, actually, no, you're not. And this little person who is, you know, a a notch above you, not even like a blue belt, but just a white belt who's been there longer or maybe hasn't. They're just better. They're just better right now. Mm And they whoop your ass. You're just like, what in the fuck? Like, you're like, I'm a fit person. How is this happening to me? It's all technique. It's the Indian, it and not the arrow. It's it... like golf. My
2: husband is like thinking because, you know, he's in, has really, he's buff and has really big. A lot of power up, up top. Yeah, huge, you know, arms, chest, and, you know, buys the whatever, $6,000 custom clubs. Don't get me started. <laughs> you know, and he thinks if he just gets up there and hits the shit out of the ball, but then, you know, some... High school kid who's 120. Yeah, I'm not kidding. 120, tall, scrawny. Looks like he couldn't pick this, you know, Yeti cup up. Goes up there. Same it. shot.
1: And it goes, you know, three times as far as Tariq. So it's all yeah, technique. It really is. And which is really cool. Because then, like, if you're in a situation where someone comes up to you and they're a lot bigger than you and they can overpower you, can you, you can defend yourself against I think against it's them. great, especially for
2: women. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So I'm, ex- I'm really you. excited about Here. it. I have a question. Yes. Any potential Um, guys? Yeah, in class. Have there's some Annie. cuties. There's okay. some cuties. Yeah, that's that's how you're going to meet somebody, you know, it's like through this.
1: Yeah, yeah, but possibly, you know, definitely as soon as like I I got into the class first day, I'm like, you know, laser like yeah. Blah, blah, blah. potential. Yeah, there's a, there's some there's some okay. cuties and okay. then you know uh, at the at the party on Saturday, it was nice to actually talk to me. I'm like, oh, we don't all look like dog shit right, all the time Right. cuz the girls are always just like, you know, no makeup, hair sure. looks like shit all the time. The guys are Wedding bullets. So it was so nice to like go out and be like, oh, that's what you actually look like in public with normal clothes on. Because I've potentials? seen nobody without a gi Uh probably not. But you know, it was, but it was... maybe they're friends, right? Yeah, listen. You guys have a
2: little community though. So once you start, you know, building on people, it. yeah, in, within their
1: circles, right? You now that's when it's. And I, and I only felt comfortable really hanging out with people in my class. Like, and it was really weird the way that it was kind of um, like arranged. Like a high dance? It kind of, where, like, you walked in and basically almost, like, based on your belt is where you were hanging out at the bar. Like all the white belts were on this side sure. and then the more advanced belts were like on the other side of the bar. So I didn't even talk to any black belts unless they came over to the, to the white side. Wow. <laughs> so that's pretty cool though. But yeah, but it was cool just to even talk to people in my class. Cause there were a lot of people that I see all the time that I'd never formally introduced myself to, or like had a conversation with and, um yeah, it it was really fun like yucking it up with people. So it's just it's just good networking and it's just fun and a whole new community of people that I can that I can, you know, bond with and, and do cool stuff with. And we have a lot in common. A lot of the people love the, you know, smoking weed and watching comedy. So I'm good like, for you. Fuck yeah. And they Sounds love like We hang all out love with some Rogan. Cool people, right? Yes, yeah. So there's definitely oh, like yeah, just Rogan a commonality I mean, he was an MMA guy, so of course everyone yes. loves Rogan. And and the UFC fight was playing yeah. during the party, yeah. so that was great. That was I'm a lot so of fun. Happy.
2: So you've been having a lot of
1: since we last spoke and, you know, we usually bring up your
2: dating and or lack thereof. Yeah. And it sounds like you're at least putting yourself out there, meeting people, not necessarily like dating app wise putting yourself out there but yeah joining
1: this and I'm like lightly lightly on that networking going out right and it was so nice because I feel like to be honest that does kind of consume not a lot of my thought but some of it from day to day but this last week I was so focused on I mean we had a lot of stuff to you know with the white elephant party and a lot of stuff with work and Kevin's law and I podcast with a a buddy of mine and going to the gym like four times and then going to LA fitness I felt like I didn't have time for any of that sort of stuff. Do you, like, that stuff. Though? Do you yeah. like it when you're busy? Okay. I do. I do. Last week was maybe like a little too hectic, but here's the thing. It's not hectic. I stress myself out. Of course you do because of OCD. Right. I podcast. Yeah. I, I stress myself. I'm like, I'm going to, not that I'm going to fail, but I'm like, I don't know if this is going to work. I'm nervous. This, that, the other. I, everybody seems more confident. But not that's me. human nature when you're, st- sure, one, sure. when you're starting
2: something new. Yeah. Yeah. And I
1: think, you know, once you start having success, then
2: you start to even question yourself more am I a fraud you know am I yes, do I really know syndrome. what yeah do I really know what I'm doing yeah. was this dumb luck so of course the natural
1: but yeah. try not
2: to add to that
1: no just certainly not enjoy the journey and it was the, I was just like it would be I said to myself it'd be so nice to grab that stripe and then go to California which I'm leaving on Saturday for so, like 10 days Yay, so, and it happens yeah so i'm like that's a really like good way to send off and just like the end of the year sort right. of uh, this year has been momentous start, yes. for me. It, it really has with like, you know, finances and friends and growth and good Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Like I've just been trying so many new things, which is a, a quality I've always liked about myself and I like in other people. Me too. Because the older you get, I'm sure you see this too. Like you're less likely to try new shit the older Absolutely. you get and you get pr- stuck in your yep. ways. And I refuse to be because I mean,
2: to me, if you're always comfortable, you're not growing. Nothing
1: grows in the comfort zone. That's right,
2: exactly. So I I am big on that, and so is Tariq, and I appreciate that because mm-hmm. I think we rare that, and very good quality to right? have. Yeah. And that was a big reason that bonded us was we both are very adventurous. Mm-hmm. You know, we're always gonna say maybe or let me look into it before we say no. Right. You know, like. Would you go skydiving? Most people, are like, hell no. yeah, like we're both just totally open-minded. Did you go In love? Well, he did. Okay. I haven't yet, but I probably will. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm not afraid of that. like we I love the ocean and to to go s- snorkeling in the middle of you know Grand Cayman. Mm-hmm. Most people, are like, oh, I'm afraid of sharks. He's like, right. hell yeah, like let's you go. Know, we're always we love adventure and trying learning new languages, you know, yeah, just the I think we're natural explorers, both of us. We love space, you know, knowledge, mm-hmm. total nerds. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's really important.
1: Yeah. I like new challenges, goals, things like that. And much like you said, just it, it, it puts your your ego in check. And you have to really submit in more ways yeah. than one where you go, I don't know anything. And I mean, I even rolled with like, like a blue belt. And I mean, this girl was going to whoop my ass. And really? I have to go into it going... She's going to whoop your ass. But this is, I'm going to learn. But try. But I'm going to learn from her, too. I'm going to learn as, I'm going to extract as much information as I can from this ass whooping. So let's go. Because it really only takes one or two times for something to really hurt for you. You go, okay, I'm not going to cross my feet there anymore. Got it. Noted. Oh, yeah. But you always want to pair
2: yourself with the person who is the best. Like they always say, you don't want to be the smartest person in the room. Right. Right. So you don't want to go to a place where. You know, you know, the technique, you're the best. You know, what are you going to
1: learn? I always like to roll with people who mm-hmm. are a touch better than me oh. or maybe 10 touches better than me. But cream rises to the top. Yeah. yeah it brings everybody I up. I learned so much because I mean, one time I like rolled with a girl who didn't know anything, obviously, like I, I, I tapped her out, but that wasn't like a big win because it was like her third class. You know, but when I'm rolling with someone who is good and I'm able to defend myself, or even if they tap me out, I go, okay, I'm learning. Raises How are the they bar. doing that? What What are they doing? Why can't I do that? What are they doing differently? Everyone and like, steps up their a game. A plus. You know,
2: one thing my brother always told me, and I appreciate it, is somebody's always going to be better than you, right? <laughs> Your brother had that insight. Yes. Wow. Can you believe
1: it? No. I yeah. Can't. When I would, you know, be beating myself up. <laughs> when when or... you said I heard something <laughs> profound. If you were to ask me who who, who did I hear this you from, I would not that. have said Bubba. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I did. All right. He gave me some good advice. What did he? And okay. Just you know,
2: whenever I would you know be starting a new career or you know have a situation with some asshole I was dating or whatever it was, it's like, man, you know, don't you, you're never going to
1: win in the compare game. Yes, it's the, you know, you what just, they say, it's the thief of all joy. Exactly. Comparison. So yeah. just try
2: to be a better version of yourself, you know? Yeah. And so, like, pairing yourself up with somebody who's going to beat your ass is smart.
1: No. Yeah. And it's it's not good to compare yourself. And I feel like I heard you say that last time that you were here is like you're just trying to be better than you were yesterday. That's right. Now, do you say that, like, would you say that you were 100% you never feel any sort of... um the pressure of comparison or you're like I feel like everybody's always working on it. Some people are better at it than others, but
2: Um, you know, I sometimes, but for the most part. You're pretty liberated from it. Very much. And I think that comes with age and just okay. and just letting go. And,
1: and like and knowing allowing, who you are. And
2: allowing yourself to be happy, right? Okay. And and especially I don't know, I think once I hit 40, I was just so tired and I know I've said this before on the podcast. Um, I, I was so tired of beating myself up. Like I was, you know, like, damn, just be happy in the moment. Enjoy where you are right now. Because, you know, I was always like, if I could just this or if I could just I'll be lose. happy. Yeah. And it was always, for the most part, unfortunately, centered around looks or money. Mm-hmm. And those are two things that do not matter. Like a $3,000 watch tells the same time a $30 watch does, mm-hmm. you know, like, but he, and I wasn't really materialistic. I like nice things. I'm not going to lie. But mm-hmm. that does not motivate me at all. Mm-hmm. What motivates me is just time. The one thing you can't buy mm-hmm. an experience. You know, I see so I get so God, and I sound like such an old like goat right now, but and not greatest of all time. But, you know, just going out to um, I'll give you an example. We took Tyler to uh, the Tampa Zoo a couple of Fridays ago. Uh-huh. It was Friday night. All, you know, it was all Christmas theme. Animals were out. It was such a cool experience. Yeah. And we're walking around and everybody is on their phone. Everyone. I'm like, wh- same thing. We went to the Grand Canyon and there are all these people. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, put it down. There, There's always a, listen. In. I get, I I wanted to take pictures and I took video, but that wasn't the, you know, that was 2% of my experience. Mm-hmm. 98%. So The same thing with myself. I'm like, oh my God, you know, it's not about how I look or don't look or what age I am or I'm not like, I just got so tired of beating myself up that I finally gave myself permission to be happy with myself and not feel bad about it. Mm
1: -hmm. And then that's when you kind of stop comparing yourself. And that, and so you felt that way all up, all the way up until about 40, you said is when you had Um, that transformation.
2: Yeah, probably, um, I would say a few years into my marriage. Okay. And, and the really weird thing is, is for us, the first couple of years of our marriage was the hardest. Okay. Very, very hard. He was a lot younger and that was, a, you know, he was like 25 and 24. Uh-huh. And so, you know, the first couple of years were really, really hard. But then after we were both like, man, we're doing this together. We have each other's backs. Like we like each other. Why fight over stupid shit? And why try to compare, you know, I don't look like I did, you know, five years ago. So you must not love me or, you know, Mm -hmm. that's like your own battle. No one else. Right. Just like when you see a picture. Do you ever do this? Um, When I would see a picture of myself, I would beat myself up and be like, oh, my God, I don't want anyone to see this picture. I look so fat and old and ugly. And then other people would be like, oh, my God, that's really a great picture of you.
1: So, oh, that I'll, happened to me on Saturday. I took a picture of that I didn't post, and I and I told Rachel, uh, my roommate, and I was like, "Oh, that's this person," but I look really bad. Ignore that. She's like, "No, you don't. That's a great picture of you." And and, and so I'm like, once what? you start listening though,
2: because that's how people see you. Yeah. So when people like, I don't think that way about myself, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "Oh my god." Well, you know, we all do that, but then I'll go somewhere and I'm like, "Oh my god," you know, "What'd you do to your skin or that dress?" And I'm like thinking. Wow. So people don't see all of your flaws, people that really love you and people who are inherently good and don't want people to feel bad about themselves. All they look and they see the good. Mm -hmm. So I just started like making that my mantra. Right. Only seeing the good, not looking at people through the lens of criticism and doing the same for
1: myself. Because most of the time we're just criticizing ourselves. That's it. Most and of even see it. Everybody's worried about themselves. So no like one you're gives like everyone's going to see this on me. It's like everyone's concerned about themselves. Exactly. You know. And and it's funny because like I really at the gym it sounds. I sound like a gym rat. I am kind of, but like I really do feel like really at home at a gym just right. because I've been going for so long. I've been sure. working out for. I I mean, I started running for exercise when I was 11. I got my, asked my dad as like a birthday present, asked him for dumbbells when I was 12. Crazy. So like I've been doing this a long time, but when I, when I talk to people who are trying to get into the gym or in a a workout routine and and they're kind of new to it, they're always concerned that people are going to, you know, judge them, look at them, how they look or don't look in the gym. And I'm like, I'm telling you, everybody's just at in the mirror. They're looking at themselves That's or right. they're worried that th- other people are looking at them. It's because it's a kind of an odd atmosphere. You think you're all just kind of like grunting and sweating and you don't know each other and you're like right next to each other and you don't look your best and you're out in public. So it's just but it's kind of like agreed upon that. This is a place where we right. don't have to look great. This is the safe zone where. And we're sweaty and we're nasty and I'll see like a really really hot girl every now and again with the hair done and the eyelashes and I'm just like yeah that's that's not I hate gyms that's not the gym that's not that's not why why I go to the gym and that's not how I'm supposed to look when I'm done with a workout at the gym you know you're not working very hard if your hair is pristine you know you got to look kind of fucked up earrings on when you're doing the elliptical yeah you got like huge hoops on or smacking you in the face or your hair's down I'm like put it back what is it why is it in your face but anywho. Um, but yeah, most people are just uh, concerned about themselves. So you should just kind of focus on that. Yeah. Let it go.
2: Yeah. Enjoy it, man.
1: Yeah. Uh, I was going to get into some other stuff, but I feel like we kind of, I feel like we're good here. I do too. And I know you got to get going and I'll let's end on a high note because I had some sad shit I was going to talk about, but we will save that for another day. That's right. Because sad shit ain't going nowhere.
2: Next time.